0: Welcome to Never Ceasing Podcast. We never stopped since we started. So let's keep on going with a surprise. Our surprise today is both me and Nathan and a special guest. If he'd like to introduce himself, or I can introduce you.
1: Um, I think I'm special enough to be introduced.
0: Uh, From a long, far off place, one town over, it's Jacob Haig. Oh, I said your last name. Oh, well. I haven't been saying last names. But surprise, that's who he is. Now you can Google one of us.
1: Yeah, I've been outed. Uh <clears throat> I'm gonna have to change my name. <laughs> it's okay.
2: I mean they think I think they know my name, so we'll be alright. Yeah,
0: that's fair. Well enough. I'm i I'm not anonymous enough. I need to be more anonymous. I don't I don't need to be put with you two. <laughs> I well, can I can leave. <laughs> that's what you want. I'll, I'll kick you out of your own house. Why not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That sounds like a good idea. But anyway, today we have a very, very special topic, which is stories that we've heard and have applied to our lives or stories that we've never forgotten, which is probably what the title actually is. Um, And it is something that we just kind of threw together. I don't think any of us are really prepared for this. No. (laughs) because <laughs> jake is just here yeah And nathan did nothing <laughs> like always <laughs> so i will start with the story uh oh okay so the story is um this is a real life story this really happened is i was at a camp and it was time for us to go to sleep and we were all asleep and like, you know, at a camp, you talk for the extra like two hours before you're supposed to go to bed. Yeah. Uh, there was this one dude who was not supposed to be in our bunk. <laughs> just comes out of the shadows <laughs> and goes, why are you guys still talking? And he, goes, and he goes, this is just like God. God's always watching. But just because I was here this time, you should always be prepared like that. And it's it's a story that stuck with me that I as when I get to an adult at a camp, I want to go in a camp and do the exact same thing he did and scare as many campers as I can. Oh, you guys,
1: I'm so I thought this uh, was gonna be like a uh, (laughs) like a spiritual thing. He's like, no, I just want to scare kids. (laughs) (laughs) It's a really good point, though. It is a good point.
0: It is a really good point, and it did stick with me for my entire life because I was scared so bad. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, we had a. Special speaker uh, at the church a few weeks back. Uh, it's Andy Elms. I don't think you've heard him, um, but he's been to uh, restoration of not restoration. That's where I am from. That's where you're from. Mm-hmm. You haven't heard him, but he's been to your he church. His <laughs> name's <church>. um, <laughs> and, from... Andy Elms. Uh but
0: um, he sounds familiar, but I'd have to look at him. Look at him.
1: That's a but, little creepy. Uh, well,
0: <laughs> I'm a phase guy. No, I, you I, can I, tell me the I, gotcha. name.
1: I don't think he's been to your church um but anyways the, the the thing he said was you know you wouldn't do say say there's a sin that you're struggling with or whatever it is that you're you're struggling with um he's like you know you wouldn't do that if god was sitting right next to you
2: mm.
1: and he's, he's like why don't you just start imagining god's always by you because he is he's like you'd stop doing pretty much all those bad things you're doing and it just it was a kind of a a good way of looking at it i mean not that not that we're all out here you know just doing crazy amounts of sin but it's just it kind of you know puts things into perspective a little because god sees everything i mean it doesn't matter if he's sitting right next to or he's up in heaven i mean he's here he sees what you're doing so it's yeah. like you wouldn't do that if god was sitting right there why are you doing it when he's sitting up in heaven because it's the exact same thing
0: Well, i've heard that before yeah. um it's the number one way that people recommend To break addiction, I believe it is to tell someone about it. Yeah, like if you're struggling with addiction, it's a lot easier to break the addiction if you tell someone you're addicted.
1: Yeah, accountability absolutely. Mm -hmm. That I mean, if you know someone's going to ask you about it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, say it's say it's drugs, right? I mean, you do drugs, right? And you have someone that you're supposed to account to, and two days later they ask you, you know, and you got to be honest with them. Yeah, you're not going to do it next time because you don't want to have to keep failing them every single time yeah and yeah that's absolutely a good way to look at it
0: yeah it's more about not upsetting the person that you're saying because you
1: don't care about letting yourself down you've done it so many times i mean i think it's just like a a self-deprivation type of thing where you know it's like oh well i've already messed up so many times so it's one more and you say that every single time but when it comes to upsetting someone else or disappointing someone else or letting someone else down Mm -hmm. i think it kind of it triggers a new thing in your brain and uh yeah, no, definitely it, a good way. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's true. Good story, Tim. <laughs> Thank
0: you. Yeah, good story. <laughs> so see, I, I will pass it on to anyone else before I continue with another random story. No, go, go for it. I'm the only one who wrote anything down.
1: <laughs> so we'll just keep on going I off. I wrote something uh, down in my brain. I forgot it. So,
0: yeah, okay. Uh, this is... this is a, I'll go this one out. This is a story during a time of my life that it was really dark for me uh i was considering suicide a lot during like 13 14 years old
1: okay well did not know that
0: um and the number one reason uh well i guess i'll just say what the guy told me is that the number one reason you shouldn't do suicide because it's the most selfish thing you could possibly do and the reason I was committing wanted to commit suicide because I thought I was so useless, right? Like the worst person. I was like, no one has any use for me. Yeah. And that to me completely changed my outlook to where I didn't want to commit suicide anymore because I said that's the most selfish thing I could possibly do.
2: Yeah.
0: Because hmm. I felt useless in life, and and when you are that young, there's not a lot you contribute to life.
1: Right. Right. But, you can't get a job. You know, you might not mm-hmm. be on a critical part of you know a a ministry team or anything like that not that god can't use young people but generally you know the adults do that yeah so yeah it's it's that's a that's a tough age honestly there's a lot of growing in that age
0: i think that if you look at life that's where a lot of temptations come from oh yeah um whether it be through drugs or just trying new things alcoholism Most of the time you'll determine whether you're going to do it or not, Mm -hmm. like from like 12 to 15.
1: Oh yeah. You're searching.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you're going to grab a hold of the first thing that comes to you. And you know, whether it be drugs or alcohol or, and that's where it's, it's, uh, we grew up in the church. So, you know, we had that support system around us. And even growing up in the church, we see, you know, life wasn't perfect. I'm not saying Mm -hmm. it was, but, you know, rather than having to, go to drugs and alcohol in twelve to fifteen, we had the church to go to. We had things that we could do within the church that kinda, you know it helped.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: absolutely. I feel like a lot of times when you do something that you shouldn't do, so let's just say sex out of marriage or you're drinking alcohol or something like that, you do that. And then if you grew up in the church, you look at yourself like, oh well, I'm you know, a sinner. Sure. But you, I mean, everybody fails. Um, but we hold ourselves to such a high standard because we grew up ne- like thinking that we had to be something that we didn't, you know, everybody fails. And it, the fact of the matter is you have the, the look that you shouldn't be doing that. And that's a good thing. But You have to also recognize and realize that you are, in fact, human.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I mean, it's easy growing up in the church, you know, there's, you're definitely held to a higher standard. Um, you know, our parents all held us to a high standard, which was a good thing. I, I credit them for that. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's a good point. You, you definitely, you hold yourself to a higher standard too. And, and I think people look at, or maybe they don't, but, uh, you know, growing up as Christians, we were still exposed to the same things, right? We still were exposed yep. to the same sin. De- the devil's not just going to be like, oh, well, they're in church; I can't go after them. <laughs> no, so I mean, you're going to make mistakes, but uh, you know, it, it you know, D- David, David, um, you know, God's best friend, or however he's what? Is, what is the term? Highly reg-
0: favored Steve? among the Lord.
1: Yes, pretty much best friend. Right? I would say he
0: was he was he was one of the favorites. Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah
1: god loved him, a man right? after his own heart is what yeah, you're looking for yeah you know. but uh you know he had a man killed yeah so that he could have his wife i mean that's i mean like how many different sins did he just commit right there i mean if 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 god can forgive him for that and then still hold him you know as an esteemed uh christian it's just you know yeah
2: so i'm not exactly saying that
1: i'm um, going say go out and sin right like go i'm not, sin. I'm not advising sin but I think, you know, in your head, you know, if you're trying to like I want to put it like you're holding yourself to that high standard, God still forgives you. Yeah. Right. Just, you know, get. Ask for forgiveness and move on and, and don't continue making or doing that sin. And that, and that's really the the big part of it.
0: And uh, I don't know if you've guys seen the movie. Uh, Jesus Revolution. But I did back. watch
1: that a couple weeks ago. So amazing.
0: It, it was really good. But it also brought up the point of um law law being a person of the law versus being a person of Christ. Mm-hmm. Where the old church was so stuck in being this law church where mm-hmm. it's like I we need to follow the law. Yeah. But they what they needed was to follow Christ.
1: Yeah. Well that's I, you see a lot of religion there. Mm-hmm. Um and and I've said it 100 times before religion is not christianity yeah christianity is a religion okay but religion is not christianity and you see that with the pharisees
0: yeah, absolutely i mean
1: that that's a perfect correlation
0: they, they were the law
1: yeah of the, and of Israel. they crucified jesus i mean <laughs> come on like if that doesn't tell you that religion is bad then i don't know what does but yeah. no i mean it's and it, what is the scripture if you do all these things in my name but have not love
0: it means, nothing. it means nothing yeah
1: and that's exactly what you could see in that movie which i i loved it um you know they they went to church every sunday they they did what they were supposed to but there's so many hurting people out there that mm-hmm. aren't getting the love that they need they're not getting you know exposure to jesus and it's like well that church is dead then
0: absolutely and if, if this is a thing i've said um a little side tangent but Jesus revolution is also very current for us because absolutely. I believe that we're doing the exact same thing to the lesbian and to the gay community.
1: Oh, absolutely. Because
0: we look at them and we go, you, you swap genders. Not a, you can't be in this house. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you're like a man can't be in this house. And that's the real trick that we need to understand is that we need to be not unaccepting like they were absolutely. just because they're weird looking, their hair's blue. You know,
1: there's we, nothing new under the sun. I mean, if the, if the sins back there were drugs or what, you know, yeah. it doesn't matter. The sin doesn't matter. You know, it does. It does. It matters. But, like, it doesn't matter what the sin is. You
0: know, forgiveness is the same. The
1: forgiveness. Exactly. And, yeah, I absolutely agree. I think, you know, not that you should agree with the sin because I'm not agreeing with that. But at the same time, you know, saying, oh, you can't come to my church because you're gay or you can't come because you did this or did that. That's, I mean... What is the point of being a Christian? Yeah, what's the point, the, what's church? the point
0: of having a, a really big church
1: like? That? Right. Yeah. Because you're, of... you're just going to church for yourself. I see that as selfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If the only thing you're going to church for is to save your own soul, that's not that's not Christianity. I mean, that's, that's not great. what God wants Christianity to be.
2: That's great yeah. and all, but you also have to worry about other people. And yeah. if you don't love those people that are truly unlovely, <laughs> because I I work with two gay people and I'm sure everybody works with somebody that they don't care for. Uh, But like sin is sin. So if you sin, what's the difference between you sinning and then, Oh, well they're gay or they're that, or they're this. Why does that matter? At the end of the day, the whole entire point is to show them that there's a better way. And to show them that there is a love greater than what they feel or what they think. And I mean, I don't know. People just view that as like the worst thing. But there's so many other things that are just as bad. Every sin is equal.
1: Exactly.
0: Um, And I had a thought. Oh, Jesus called us as Christians to go out and save the world. He didn't say go and build a church. The church came as a byproduct of his teaching that yeah. we could gather together.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We were told to go and save others. That was our calling. That was our goal. <clears throat> so I think, you know, we often forget that because we get like the Pharisees so lawful. Oh, yeah. You know. But uh...
1: Yeah, I mean, just because the Bible says something is sin doesn't mean that someone that is doing that is sin is done like like yeah. they need help yeah you know, absolutely. The, i mean absolutely. they called jesus the friend of sinners right
0: mm-hmm.
1: how else do you bring people in
0: hmm. wow yeah, that's how we saw the world is mm-hmm. we we didn't see other humans we saw a, a cutoff mm-hmm. um i think it's probably best defi- just defined with the philistines if you look at the philistines like you as a jew you couldn't be affiliated with them because mm-hmm. they were uncircumcised You're like oh yeah these terrible people but we had to do it 180 and welcome in them because they were the ones that needed God the most.
1: Exactly.
2: Here's the thing, though, and it, I just slipped. Hold on. Go
0: ahead. Uh, I had a thought and I lost a you wait a minute. <laughs> oh, um, when the Israelites were first coming to Israel during Moses' time, they went through a town or a village. And there was a prophet of the Lord in that village that wasn't part of Israel, but he still knew who God was. And that, to me, proved that God still existed outside of Israel. Oh, absolutely. And that's something that I think we forget about, is that Israel was the one that wrote it down. They weren't the ones who were holy and only one servant God. There were others that were servant God, but they weren't, they didn't write it down. And they Mm -hmm. weren't God's chosen people, but they still served. I think that's something that God had a plan the whole time for everyone. It wasn't just right. for the Jews. It was for all men. Absolutely. You
2: know, and the thing is, most of the time we see, pe- uh, we see people sin. We don't see them as people. We view what they're doing wrong, and we see them as what they're doing wrong. So, you know, circling back to people that are gay or lesbian or, you know, transgender, we see that, and we don't see the person That's the problem with like 99% of the people. You don't see the people as people. You view them as what they're doing wrong. And like, that's not love. (laughs) No, it's not.
0: Absolutely. And that's exactly what the Jesus revolution was trying to teach us. Right. Which is, Oh, and I
1: think it's become a widespread problem again. Yeah, absolutely. We need to have another, you know, hippie movement, if you will.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I absolutely agree. Yeah. Um, it's it's been a it's a, been a decline in the spirit of the Dude, Lord.
1: And, he's just, and it, It's just watch the news. There's no love.
0: Yeah.
1: Everything is negative and hate and anti this, anti that. You know, ever you know, this person's got a problem with that reason and be, or person because of this reason. It's yeah. just nobody gets along anymore. There's so much division in this country.
0: You, you can and, you can name a problem with a person before you can name a reason you like him. Oh, exactly. Yeah.
1: You Perhaps. know,
2: and another thing is. You see a famous person that you view not as an idol, but as someone that is like very important in your eyes and they see something wrong with something that someone's doing. And then you view that person differently because, oh, well, they see them that way. So, you know, I should, too. No. no. Yeah, you I mean,
1: there's a lot of picking up other people's offenses. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, that's got to stop, too.
0: I, uh, specifically I've been changing from first shift to third shift and our shifts hate each other mm-hmm. and so I'm picking up on all this like oh third shift is this and oh third shift is that but before it was oh first shift is this and oh
1: mm-hmm. first shift is Oh, that. exactly.
0: and it's not oh first shift came in and they did this so now we can do this it's mm-hmm. oh they messed this up oh so they, they
1: didn't do it. this they didn't do that yeah. it, it, people just are anymore they're programmed to see the negative first
0: yeah.
1: and it's
0: I think that's human nature.
1: It is, but I I I feel like I don't know. The older I've gotten, the more I've noticed that. I guess maybe yeah. it's just me it's becoming the same. aware. It's the same. But and uh,
2: you know what's cool though the the fact that we're not going off topic because um, uh, like a story that we um I were taught.
0: Yeah, yeah. About how angry everyone is. Right. And Loving
2: yeah. everyone. Even though they're doing something wrong, because ultimately, at the end of the day, we're all doing something wrong.
0: Yeah,
2: we're all sinners, <laughs> and if there wasn't a savior, we would all be going to hell. Absolutely. And and for that matter, we wouldn't even be here. <laughs> so,
0: I was in my notes. One of the golden the golden rule to just treat others the way you want to be treated is a is something I've tried to live by forever. It's very hard to do if you've tried. Yeah, like a person. I I don't want to put it that way. A person that just stole something from you. You have to treat the same as a person who just gave you something, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's the the kind of mentality that we need to have back is that, you know, this is my neighbor. He's my friend. Or this, this man just came from across the seat. I've never met him before. Treat him the same, Mm -hmm. you know, someone you've known all your life or someone you just met. It's so hard to do, especially when people want to hate you. I don't Mm -hmm. know if you guys experienced that, but people that just want to hate you. It's very, very hard to do. But I've also learned that those people never stay hating you if you treat them well. Yeah. Because they don't, there's no such thing as a bad guy in our world. Everyone thinks they're the good guy. Mm -hmm. So if you realize that, you become more aware that it's easier to treat everyone the same. Because you treat everyone like they are the good guy and they'll realize that you're one too
1: yeah that's I a... never really thought of it exactly like that i like that
0: yeah well it came from the stem of in history there are no uh there are no good guys it's only the ones who won the war
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's the same stem yeah as it, in all reality if uh if the germans won the war we'd all be praising germany
1: right but because it's all germany... point of view
0: yeah, because Germany lost the war, we all hate Germany.
1: Yeah. I mean I, I think specifically with that one, it's easy to see the good and the bad side. Mm-hmm. Um but there's I mean there's a lot of wars where it's like, all right, each side had something to gain from this, each side had something to lose. Um I mean like with R- Russia Ukraine.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean absolutely yeah, I mean at first glance it's alright, all right, Putin's wrong, right? But then you start digging in, digging into it a little bit more, and you see all the collusion between Ukraine and the United States. And it's like, okay, what's going on there? All the There's a lot of messed up stuff that's happened between U.S. and Ukraine.
0: When I tell you that I'm pretty sure our world is based on only like three powers, mm-hmm. and there's just made-up borders.
1: Oh, absolutely. It, it
0: like you, it, as soon as you really think about and pay attention to the news, you're like, oh, yeah, it is only like three different people mm-hmm. that are really – Watch uh, and,
1: and at the moment, it's China, Russia, and the United States.
2: Once again, though, right there is a prime example of the fact that we see someone that we either trust or whatever, and we're influenced by what they think. So, like, for the war, we, since, you know, the, the United States is on Ukraine's side, we view Ukraine as like the person the people that didn't do anything wrong and i mean i'm not saying that their city should have been bombed no i'm not saying that at all but you have to 100 you have to look into the details and you have to see the full picture not just like say oh well you know this and that you have to you have to see the full picture and that's literally with anything and everything
0: yeah absolutely there's there's allies and there's axis and, and then there's other because there's always a third party too mm-hmm. that is always separate from everything. Uh we just need to see the bigger picture and everything going on in it. True. Sure. We'll never we'll never know. We'll never truly know. You know, how bad things really are. How close to a one world government are we? We'll never know. Um I'm sure whenever our democracy or whatever dies as star wars quotes it will be with resounding applause oh yeah so that's definitely true but to get on a different story
1: yeah something more uh uh upbeat
0: we were we were always trained when we were in youth group and when we were younger always be a knight Mm -hmm. always be someone who carries themselves high who carries themselves with honor who, who treats people with honor and respect. That's just something that I've definitely tried to strive for. Um, maybe get closer by buying more and more pieces of armor and <laughs> swords and weaponry and other things like that. So you should get seriously. <laughs> yeah. Well, literally, 21st century knight. Yeah. So instead of metal uh, armor, it's plates there and you rifles. Kevlar. <laughs> yeah. But with that being said, It is important to act like a knight yeah, because it is mentality when you realize that it doesn't matter if you are making it or not. But if you have the mentality that you're making it, you'll do better.
1: Yeah. Oh, and I think nowadays the media portrays the, if you will, knights um, as toxic. You know, you hear toxic masculinity and, you know, it's just...
0: You can't be what you want to be.
1: No, you can't. And they be a they strong, throw that out there. Be man. yourself.
0: Be yourself, but they're like if you're not what we say you are. Yeah.
1: Yeah, a, a strong religious, you know, straight man is under more scrutiny than anyone mm-hmm. in the world right now. Absolutely. I mean, they they push you to not be chivalrous. They push you to not be masculine. They want they want you to be this weak little puppet yeah. that they can tell what to do.
0: It is bad.
1: It is bad to be a little puppet like that.
0: Yeah. Because I mean, i mean it's not bad to follow orders to do things like that those are things that knights would do they follow the, the leader but to be okay with however things are going around you it's mm-hmm. not
1: because you have well, to- i don't think you should blindly follow any leader no i mean there's got to yeah. be checks and balances and that's yeah. why like in a church you have elders you have deacons you have you know people who are balancing the pastor because you know any pastor could just go off the rails and what are you supposed to do just listen no you know, so, if he tells you to sin, you don't sin. So, but I mean, I think that's where you kind of draw the line nowadays, where it's like, yes, you should follow the law. You should do the right things, you know, and follow orders. But at the same time, it's like. You have right, to but, think for yourself, too. Yeah, you, ha- you, can't, be, you can't be a puppet. You got to make sure that what you're being told to do is the right thing. Um, I think now more than ever, we have to pay attention to that and not just follow blindly.
0: Absolutely. Because we
1: see so many people anymore Anymore's following blindly.
0: Yeah, well, it's proven, especially in um, what's his name? The one guy in California. Shoot. Um, Boy. No, it doesn't. Right. No. It, well, I'll tell you. This, I'll tell you what he does, because I remember what people do, but not their name. He's the guy who goes around and convinces a lot of people that what they're doing is wrong by hmm. simple things like, "Have you ever lied before?" They're like, "Yeah." Well, according to the Bible, lying is a sin. So you have sinned, and everybody has sinned. Um, it's simple things like, like that, where it's. Where was I going with this? <laughs> At loss. But he does that, and he tells you in a simple way. But it makes you think instead of being according to what everyone else says you are. Mm-hmm. Like, well, according to these very simple things, I am a sinner, and I have sinned. Just by lying, you know, there's so many different words. Right, things.
1: by definition, you are this. You've done that.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, and it, 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 it kind of wakes you up. Yeah, like you have to think about it like that. But, like, well, have I? And it's like, should I do this? It's kind of mm-hmm. the simple steps. Um, in my career right now, it's the same thing. It's like, will this kill someone? <laughs> right, like it's that. It, it's that drastic for my daily life. But it is, you should think of it like that. Will this hurt someone? Mm -hmm. Will this harm someone? Just because everyone's telling me to do it, doesn't mean I should take that extra second to think about like, what are the consequences of this? And that's what we're doing. I think um, a really big market for it is the college industry. Mm -hmm. Because they'll tell you to go to the biggest, the best, the Harvard, the whatever. And you don't need to go to Harvard most of the time. I'm saying there are some jobs that require Harvard, Yale, whatever. A lot of times you can go community college, trade school, and get your things that you need, rather than listening to this big man that says you need the best. Because mm-hmm. we we don't we well you need the best we need God, but after that we need to trust,
2: mm-hmm. which
0: is also hard to do.
2: You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna change topic. But <laughs> go ahead. The, uh, one of the stories that I was told and it's from the bible actually Mm -hmm. um don't despise the days of small beginnings um you know we we when we were younger we wanted to be an adult but now we're now that we're an adult we miss our younger days and we just we despise them in a way because we're like well i want to be this i want to be that well like you're here now be the most that you can be in the present time because the person that you are now, you, you don't realize it, but some of the time, most of the time, actually, people need you to be the person that you are now and not the person that you can be 10, 20 years from now. Absolutely, You, you know, like despising the time where you're at now is so stupid because people need you now and not just what you can be in the future, but what you are now. Absolutely.
0: Because I think that's just true for normal people is that when you walk through a daily life, you're not looking for a big guy on a pedestal. Right. You're just looking for your friend to talk to. You know, that really helps people. It's just across the table. Maybe you get a cup of coffee, but that can really change someone's life for the better. True. And uh, especially one of the business things people say is, the best time to start something is right now because any later you'll be losing money. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing as that if you say I'm unqualified now, well, any later and this guy's, you know, off to Boston or some place far away from you, you can't help them anymore. Mm-hmm. So the best time to start is always now.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you look at it and you're like, Oh, I'm not qualified. Okay. Well then start today by becoming qualified, yeah. do what you got to do. I mean, you're not going to get any further ahead by waiting. Absolutely. Like, like, with like, what Nate said, you don't despise today's small beginnings. Same, same thing. I mean, it's all right. Say you don't have any money right now. Okay, get a job. Right? <laughs> Start making money. You, you got to take steps if you want something. The, see, but the problem with our
2: generation is we want to be at the end when we haven't even started. We want to be this and that. We want to, um, you know.
1: Everyone wants everything right now we've we've grown up in a, a world and this is only really in the u.s so if anyone well, is listening to this places. outside of there's US, other places but... it's a little different but in the u.s i think we've all grown up in the in a it's just it's like you just get everything's at your fingertips. Mm-hmm. i mean so. e- even lower income families and i don't say this in a bad way because my family grew up a little more on the lower income side You could still, I mean, there's still so much at your fingertips. You don't have to have all the money in the world just to to get your hands on stuff. But I think growing up that way, it's taught our generation, okay, you can have everything, right? And I look at these, like, influencers, if you will, on TikTok or YouTube or, you know, everyone wants to be that person because, oh, well, they only have to post videos and they make all this money. And everyone wants that. I, I, Everyone. I mean... I can't tell me how many people I've met that are our age. They're like, oh, I do this. I do this. I do this. They're all trying to become something mm-hmm. on social media so that they don't have to get a job. They can make their money from social media and have everything right now. And I get so tired of seeing that. It's like, but then you go to a, a restaurant and there's no one working.
0: Yeah, I know.
1: Everyone's out there trying to, you know, make it on social media.
2: And that works for some right. people. But most people, it doesn't. And for those people that it works for, great. I'm happy for you. But that's not reality. No, reality not. is you wake up, you decide, I'm gonna be useful today in whatever way I can be useful. I'm gonna do this. i'm gonna I'm gonna make the right decisions because the right decisions are what you need to do in order to become something. Because if you don't make the right decisions, you're gonna you know find yourself five to ten years from now. Somewhere you don't want to be, and if you would have made the right decision, you could have been so much farther ahead than where you're at at that time. Absolutely.
0: As I just want to throw this out there, as an internet podcast. Okay. Yeah, that was not. We don't plan on making money here. Yeah, it was not a slight. I don't. I personally don't plan on ever making probably a. No, but listen. I mean, if we do, hey, I'm not complaining. We'll be happy. That's not why we're doing. it. We're not here to do it. We're doing it because we enjoy doing this. Right, exactly.
1: Exactly. It's not for fame. It's, you know, you're out here just trying to have a good time. And, you know, if people get something out of this, that's awesome. If you can touch someone, that's awesome. Absolutely. No, I mean, and the other thing with this is you have all these people out here trying to become an influencer because that's what they call it. And they're not contributing to America in any way. Do we need YouTube videos? No. Yes. We don't, though. We we, like DIYs and all that kind of stuff. Sure. Yeah. But where they're playing games or out, you know, just fooling around or whatever. But that's what all of them are doing. They're trying to, you know, find a niche where they can just make videos for people. Realistically, we were fine without TikTok. Yes. We're fine without all these platforms. You know what we're not fine without is a working class. Yeah. Right. The working class is so old right now. I mean, like, and I don't, I don't say that, but I mean, on average, the working class is older than it's ever been because the younger oh, yeah, younger true. generation is not working. It's
0: true. When I tell you that my work is currently consists of 22 year olds and like 60, 50, 60 year olds.
1: Yeah. And nothing so in everyone between.
0: Everyone in there is either my age, which is 22 or my grandpa's age.
1: Yeah. No in between. There's no in between, mm-hmm.
0: which is. I'm grateful that there's at least young people trying to be in an industry. But with that being said, it's really, really bad because there's no trucking. And there's a huge need for trucking. There's a huge need for any sort of manual labor. And if you look at Mike Rowe and other people are just trying to get people to try it
1: because
0: I enjoy my job. I, I absolutely enjoy my job. Would I be happy doing other things? Probably, but I'm not, how do I put it?
1: You're not discontent I'm, where you're at.
0: I'm not. I don't hate my job. Yeah, exactly. I don't wake up every day and go, oh. Yeah. <laughs> don't
1: I, I don't think you should be working somewhere where it's like you you despise going to do your work.
0: If you despise going to work, try something else.
1: Yeah, you're you're gonna end up shortening your lifespan because it just it drains you that much. So yeah, find something else. And I, th- my last job, I hated. I did it for two years. It was okay when I started, and every day after that it got worse. Yeah. Until I finally, I didn't even have a job lined up. I've never done that before. I've never quit a job without having one lined up, and I had DoorDash and Instapart and all that stuff, so I still made money. It wasn't wasn't an issue, but I I could not do that job anymore because it was such a mental drain, Uh, and I was away from home a lot. I didn't like being away from my wife, but you know,
0: that's an entirely different thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I, I quit that job cold turkey. Yeah, started doing DoorDash and stuff, and yeah, it opened up the position I have now, which is you know, a career that and I love it which is where i was going with that but i mean you really can't you can't be in a job that you hate it don't i mean and, but that doesn't mean go out live on welfare right? because okay, you didn't like that right. job you got to go out and find a job you like yes. you, be a, a functioning member of society
2: and i don't and think that's there's a... sorry go ahead. Go ahead. i don't think there's anything wrong with doing something that you might not love until you find something that you did because right. if you're doing yeah, nothing so- then I mean that's
1: you're not contributing right
2: you got to do what you got to do until you don't got to do that anymore mm-hmm. and you can move some and then you can move on to something well, that you want to do the problem is and I think
1: and I blame the government on this they they give you that backup plan of welfare and you know food stamps for people who don't need it. I the, I, yes. I think well the welfare system works for families who need it there are families who need it my family was on food stamps at one point you just sometimes you need it, Absolutely. right? Absolutely, But we have so many able-bodied men, and this—I'm speaking specifically to men here. Sorry, women. Yeah. No. Well, this is a slight. i um, you know. This is a This is a problem. It's a problem. It's not even being sexist. There's because... so many. There's so many able-bodied men. Yeah. Sitting on welfare right now, getting that six hundred dollars a week or whatever it is that welfare is paying at the moment, to sit at home and do nothing. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's a problem. Uh, First of all, they're draining the system. They're draining the welfare system. They're taking money when they shouldn't be. Mm -hmm. When they should be adding to it. They should be out here working, adding to that system. And we're having the same problem with Social Security. Mm -hmm. They're saying Social Security in the next 10 minutes. Or 10 minutes. (laughs) That's (laughs) cool. In the next 10 years is going to run out of money. You know what that means? That means our grandparents aren't going to get their monthly check. And if maybe not... That drastic.
0: Our grandparents cannot
1: work. Right. That's the thing. They, my grandparents are in their seventies, right? They're, they're one of them one of them is disabled. Um well, you're the ones not hot either. Right. They they really they've done the first. I'm hard. sorry. Wow, that was funny. <laughs> the 10 minute thing. still so
0: It could be. It, uh, uh, let's be real. If our government said no more money for you, Oh
1: yeah, they could they, they could can. abolish social security at any point. But my point is. The whole way Social Security works is the three of us here are contributing right? so that our grandparents can get the money they need because they're no longer contributing.
0: Yeah, I never
1: actually looked at it like that. Yeah. Well, that's how it works.
0: Well, I look at it. I'm putting it in for when I need it when I'm older. But but the
1: way it actually works works. is is I think it's for every four people working, one person can go on Social Security Mm. because there's a much bigger working class than there is retired class. Yes. So the way it works is just call it three. The three of us are paying for maybe my grandmother's social security Mm -hmm. with what we put in. Well, that's the way it's supposed to work. But if you don't have people working, then the people that are taking out are draining more than they should be. Right. Right. Which isn't their fault because they put in for 40 years and they worked for it and they deserve it. But they're draining it because none of us are working. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that's a problem.
0: it's, It's once again... I've been, my family has been on, on welfare and we've needed it. Oh yeah, my father I'm could right not, there with you. Our family could, did too. could not find work. Mm-hmm. He was looking for work for a long time. When I say that there are so many able-bodied men that just decide not to, it's so sad. Oh, it is. And the problem is, is that when we get old, what are we going to have?
1: It's the same well, thing. Well, we can't count on social security.
0: Yeah. And it is another thing. If you look at, I know um, Elon Musk has been putting pushing this, but in Japan, their retired class is bigger than their newborn class. Hmm. And that is a problem. Yeah. Because that means that those newborns aren't paying for their social security like for us. Right. It's the same thing happening in America. Yeah. Is that we, when we get old, we're either just not going to have anybody to take care of it or we're just going to end up dying on a street. Those are your options
1: yeah well hold on one second sorry
0: but it is very very terrifying that um our our future could be absolutely nothing you know and in our society is you don't need kids anymore like kids aren't a goal you know to grow up and have kids and have a family isn't a goal anymore it's to be self-reliant that's what our agenda is right now is yeah. be self-reliant don't have kids because it affects your career and things like that and it's a problem
1: yeah and i think the other issue with that is you know being on your own it's expensive it is expensive. and especially with inflation the way it's been life gets more expensive and it's yeah. it's it's tough for people just starting out um i don't know for myself we, my wife and i've talked about having kids but we're not in any rush we'll have kids eventually but we're not in any rush because i mean the way the world is right now it really doesn't favor you to have a kid
0: absolutely i mean it
1: takes a lot of sacrifice and i'm not saying you shouldn't sacrifice to have a kid but like i don't
0: there isn't what i'm saying is it's not socially acceptable to have a child right like in our current generation it is more socially acceptable for you to grow up to be 40 year olds and never have a kid. Oh, yeah. Than to than to have a kid when which, you're like 25.
1: I get that kids aren't for everyone, but I yes. think there's too many people out there that think that about themselves. Oh, I'm not supposed to have kids. Yeah. Which will be a problem eventually.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying is that it's it's the society look at it. Yeah. And so we're not kind of looking at kids are a great thing. We're socially looking at it like kids are terrible.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, only smart people and people who have big brains should have kids, which is true. You should have kids <laughs> willy nilly. You know, take your time and find the right person. And, yeah, you
1: want to make sure right that time. your kids are growing up in a good household that yeah. you can afford for, you know, to have them. But no, I mean, I think I now that you say that, I mean, how many babies have been awarded now? 60 million, something oh, like that.
0: And it's just now been a been a bosh that states can have to say no.
1: Right. But you, you almost wonder, you know, if we had those 60 million more people, and I'm not saying they'd all still be alive. But if 60 million babies hadn't been aborted, I wonder how our social security would be. It would be
0: different. It would be absolutely It'd be different,
1: different because there'd be more people contributing.
0: It, 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 it's to the point that
1: – You wonder why we have all these drains on systems that were set to work. Yeah. It's because you're killing the population.
0: Absolutely. I think it's one of those we've done it to ourselves, mm-hmm. but it, it it's something that we thought was good, but it isn't. Yeah. You know, it's one of those one of those ones where you really don't think about it, but the Bible kind of foretold is it. like, hey, don't do these things, mm-hmm. and these things will happen. And you're like, oh, only now do we realize what the consequences are. So back long, long ago, they told us not to do these things, and we didn't know why.
1: Yep.
0: And that is one of them.
1: Again, there's nothing new under the sun. If you look back in history, absolutely, whether it's in the Bible or just in you know a history book, you'll find the same things. I mean, the stuff that we're going through now—you'll find the same thing. It was back, you know, call it a thousand years ago, three thousand years ago, and it's different, but it's the same.
0: You see the same same same
1: problem. It's the same root problem.
0: Exactly. It's all about—and
1: I think right now it's selfishness. Yeah. It's all about me, right? It's all about making my life better. And and if you're married, it's oh, it's all about making our life better. But it, it, that's where it stops for people. Even
0: in marriage, I hear a lot of people. Going, oh, you My still life. you
1: still see a lot of people that are so. so and that's why we have so much divorce Absolutely. because it's all oh well, this doesn't work for me anymore. Sorry, bye. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. People don't want to fix their
0: problems. They yeah. want to just get rid of the problems. Well, <laughs> and you see it all the time.
1: It's people no longer want to. Yeah, they don't want to fix it. They want to buy new.
0: Right. Absolutely.
2: That in itself is a problem, though, because if you're not willing to fix the problem, and what if it's just a simple problem? The fact that we're lazy enough to just give up is sad. Well,
1: I mean, imagine this, and this goes along with what you said. You have a car, right? You don't do an oil change. You don't put new oil in it. Eventually, your engine's going to burn up, and it's not going to take long. 10,000 miles in, you're going to burn up your engine. Okay, you can either fix it and fix the problem, start doing your oil changes, or you can buy a new one, and you're gonna do the exact same thing to that one. What makes you think that leaving a marriage, or leaving a job, or whatever it is, because it's not working right now? Maybe you're the problem. Mm, Wow. People won't admit that.
0: That's that is true.
1: Maybe what you're doing is the issue, right? Maybe it's not. Oh, well, this marriage isn't working out because of this. Well, look at your own life.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And I know a lot of marriage counselors. We'll even bring that up. It's like, okay, but what are you doing?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Look
1: now, and yourself. that's not the case if there's like abuse or, or right. you know say Affair, divorce is different. needed.
0: Divorce are needed. There are certain certain. Yeah, there, there's that are there's, there's
1: times, but I think it's all right. Call it call it one out of a hundred. There's really a lot of be.
0: them that don't need to be divorced. They right. just need to talk to each other.
1: Yeah, and people just won't resolve things anymore. Yeah. it's easier just to move on and find a new one. When and that gets across the board. That's with any. That's with the job. That's with whatever you're dealing with, Mm -hmm. you
2: know? And I think once again, even, even with abuse, unless it's physical, even with abusive words, like they, they last, they sting and it's, it's going to affect that marriage or that relationship, friendship, whatever it is. But it's the fact that you're not willing to change is the problem. And that is the honest truth. If you can't admit that you're the problem,
1: <laughs>
2: then you're always going to be a problem.
1: Well, and that's the other thing that kind of goes along with that. I mean, if you can't admit you're the problem, then why is it fair for you to say that they're the problem? Right. Yeah. And, I- I, and, and yeah, I believe that in most divorces, both people need to work on something, but neither are willing to, or only one's willing to. And it doesn't work that way. Both got to work together. The two have to become one and work together. I mean, if you're sitting in a rowboat together and you're rowing against each other, you're not going anywhere. You've got to work together to get anywhere.
0: I will say this is the horse is still needed. There are problems where people are abused, verbal, physical. Yeah. But with that being said, if you think that you are the one. Maybe, like, oh, am I being the one who does verbal abuse? Ask your friends because your friends will also know. Like, if you're like, do I do this? They will say yes mm-hmm. because you don't just do it to them, you do it to your friends too. Oh, yeah. Now, on the scale, if they're like, yeah, every once in a while, double that. Yeah. That's what you do to your right. wife, that's what you do to your husband, is that you probably do double what you do to your friends. And it's a it, good point because they're the person you see the most. Um, but you definitely check yourself because that's, yeah. a num- that's another number one thing that we don't do. Yeah, no one wants to
1: look at themselves as a problem.
0: We we always put our s- other people like, yeah. oh, it's their fault. But yeah, it's, it's so hard. much
1: easier to look at a situation and be like, okay, uh, yeah, it's my boss. Yeah. Okay, It's hard. But... You can blame your boss for not giving you a raise.
2: Hmm.
1: Or you can blame yourself for not <laughs> deserving that raise. Yeah. right? And then that's you true. go out, you get a different job, and maybe you, you work hard at it for a year. Right, you do good, you get a raise, and then you stop, and you're like, Well, I'm not getting any raises. What's going on here? Absolutely. It's you. It's true.
0: If you, the only person that's another thing, someone told me the only thing you can change is yourself. Mm-hmm. You can't change other people. You I can mean, change, you can, you can try. It ain't gonna work. Most of the
1: time, it's not. They're gonna hate you. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's, it's very difficult. And I understand not wanting to accept the fact that you're the problem because. In your mind, you have this mindset that you're doing great, you're doing everything that you can, but at the end of the day, you, you still have changed things that you need to change. And you have to be mature enough, and I think it's it has a lot to do with maturity. You have to be mature enough to say, you know what, I am doing great, but there's still things that I need to work on. There's still things that I have to accept about myself and say, hey, it's okay. I need to work on that and, and work
0: on it. Absolutely. I take that counseling that your pastors can give you or whoever you find in leadership that can really help you through things. Which goes back to what we said in the beginning. If you're having an addiction, ask someone to help you because mm-hmm. there's always a way out. But I think I'm going to end this episode to go to our, our mid break. I will ask our other cohort, Tender Off.
2: All right. That was that was a good one for sure. Amen. Thank you, God. God, I pray that these situations that we find ourselves in, God, I pray that you help us, God. God, I pray that there's things that we need to work on those things that we need to, we need to love people more. Just train us in the way that you want us to go in Jesus name. Amen. amen.
0: If you ever have any questions for us, we have a Facebook. Yes, sir. Shoot us a message uh thank you for joining us
2: thank you for joining yeah, us thanks yeah. for having us. Well,
0: guys so <laughs> i'm glad you i'm glad you enjoyed we'll probably have another guest someday
2: he'll probably be back on too
0: yeah i don't know <laughs> we, we might see you again yeah
2: we'll see <laughs> <laughs>
0: thank you and